of Bridging the Gap. I'm your host, SET, and I hope you're doing well wherever you're listening from. If you're new to the show, Bridging the Gap is all about having discussions with artists making waves in their creative field of choice and learning more about them, their journeys, their approach to their craft, and much more. Be sure to give us a follow on Instagram at bridging underscore the gap pod. Bridging underscore the gap pod. Also, make sure to subscribe to the show on your podcast platform of choice so these episodes can pop up in your feed every Wednesday. So today's guest is Fashina, a musician that I feel is truly unique. Just his flow, his songwriting, his style, I feel like he has a sound that he can boldly state is his own. And he's been able to build up a solid organic following solely off the strength of great music, his unique style, and a fierce dedication to being himself. In this episode, we covered his discography, his approach to dropping music, and much, much more. He also shared some of his plans for 2023, so listen out for that. This was another great conversation, and I don't want to delay any further. So let's bridge the gap with Fashino. All right. So, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bridging the Gap. I'm really happy to be joined by my guest today, the one and only Fashina, uh, someone who I would describe as an inimitable artist, a trailblazer, one of my favorite artists personally, a good friend. So thank you for coming on the show today, bro. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me again. So um, I'm I'm going to go to the past first. So you grew up between Lagos and London. Yeah. What music were you listening to growing up on both sides? Um, I guess like growing up here, like my, my earliest memories were actually growing up like here, like in Mushin, which for like for like a couple of years, um, going to school in like Isolo. So like uh like Wasu definitely Sunny Ade like my, my mom like my, my my parents are very religious in general. Um and uh yeah like even even as even as far as like to be honest even Fela so Fela I only started listening to Fela when I was like when I was in secondary school and that was even in the UK funny enough. Like during my liberation era, I guess <laughs> I swear, like <laughs> kind of like understanding understanding what it is to like be a Nigerian and like be like, I guess I was in diaspora as well, so it was kind of like crazy, just like channeling into that kind of energy. But um, earlier days, I would say um, definitely Sonia Day, um, definitely uh even Eminem, Biggie. When I was in, like when I was in primary school, started listening to them, Fifty Cent. Um, okay. when I was a bit, when I was a bit more like, I would say like maturing, like where I would, I had my own choice of listening to music, um, just like based on my own like listening experiences, um, definitely fella. Um, Wiz was Wiz was going crazy at that time as well. This was like early stages of Wiz, like um, like superstar era. Yeah, superstar era exactly. Superstar era with yeah. the, the green as well. The green as well. When I when I came in for like secondary school, the green. I was actually opportunity to actually meet the green as well. 
one of my friends did an, did an event. Yeah, one of my friends did an event, and like super chill guys. They're going to YQ, actually. Yeah, they were like inseparable. Um, uh, uh bro, this this goes on. Now. I just like I think I just discovered Benaboy around that era as well. Um, one day call, definitely motion to motion to more hits, bruh. You can imagine how that stuck with me as well, just based on like, me even being from Michigan as well. Even though like, I, yeah. it's not like I, it's not like it's not like I stayed there for like ten years. Old. I'm not gonna say in trenches, trenches, but like, at the same time, bro, you saw yeah, I, I still felt that shit like you get. So at the end of the day, like it was, it was, it resonated heavy, and um, like I guess being on the island as well, you get you get to meet a lot of like your stars as well. Like I guess people people that come from like different places, they all kind of like just meet up on the island somehow. Even if it's like I, I didn't grow up in like I grew up around like, like the, around the Hajar side. Yeah. You know I'm yeah, when I was when I was here for like yeah, once you school, grow, you gotta move to the yeah. islands. You get exactly. So like I was so the people I would listen to, I would see. So it was it was crazy to me. Like you get like um yeah. MI as well, definitely like talk about the era. MI MI was like one of the greats. Um is one of the greats actually still. Um Kanye. Um, just like regular radio stuff that you listen to from like old school ninety nine point nine, like Cool FM, like yeah, those were yeah, yeah, they would play everything like Kanye to Jay Z. Um, it's a lot, man. But like, I would say my main influences, like in terms of like Sonics, um, I I very much look into um very classic 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 tunes like maybe from Shadi Adu, Frank Sinatra. Um, okay, Frank, I like I, Frank Sinatra. Uh, yeah, Frank Sinatra, you know. So just in terms of like sound wise, um, I yeah, I grew up heavily on gigs as well, based on like being from South London. Um, okay, that's so crazy because I feel like the way you, I don't even because like it's not like you're rapping. Sometimes you're rapping, but it's not like rapping, and sometimes you're singing, and then sometimes yeah. you're, like talking. In a way, I like you have this flow, <laughs> and it reminds me of gigs in a way where. Giggs has that kind of like he's rapping, but he's also just like talking, but it's talking, like yeah, hard. For sure. And for sure. you do that as well, but in a different way, where I feel like you can't imitate gigs and you can't really like imitate yeah. you. Exactly. Like it's just I, I guess it's also it's also a confidence thing as well. Like when you're like really kind of sure what you're like saying and maybe where where you want the message to pass across, like you're not really on gimmicks or anything, you're just kind of like just very upfront. About it is even if you you yourself you're not confident maybe maybe you yourself you're not you're thinking hmm, this might not make sense but it's just like that trust in your like your voice and instinct you get so just like like tackle whatever you can wherever you're on you know no I feel you I feel you so those were like your your most I guess impactful artists then so when did you know that you were actually going to take music seriously like when did that become a thing. Um, I've I've always been into like music, even just like moving around when I was moving in between here and like London as well. Like it was, it was. Um, I guess like I've always I I started with rap definitely. I started, I definitely started with rap when I was in primary school. Like I had had a set with like me and like two other guys, Akin and Peter, like called the Double AP, based on like me being a bloody. <laughs> so it was crazy. So like yeah, we just had. I started from like yes, like what, early days from like eleven, um, but in terms of like taking it serious, uh, I guess it was even in college actually. Like when when I was like trying to, I guess I was on some Afrobeats type of you know like trying to break through. Like I don't know what it was, but I was just gingering myself. 
but then um I was in a group at that time actually then um it was just me and my me and my guy Yoba who's currently still making music but um I kind of broke out from that when my brother passed it was when I was like I kind of took it more seriously because like he was he was an artist but he didn't really take it serious you know I even even when he was alive like I, I would take music a bit more seriously just based on like um maybe just like planning and stuff like he kind of just like goes to the studio maybe lays out stuff couple stuff for his guys and just like releases it like that so I just felt like it was kind of like more of me taking on both both of us you know like yeah. just like spiritual yeah so um yeah since then like that's that's when I released fly with me I released fly with me like when when he passed like around that time which is like 2016 so it's just been a, just been a whole last journey since then to be fair yeah, you've been on like a constant stream of just dropping music since then. Right. But how was it initially with like Fly With Me, for example, your your attempts at recording it and putting it together? Like how did that how did that go? Um Yeah, I was I was working with Jesus. Well, intrusion. Um yeah, I was working with uh my my very good friend and producer Fola Awoyemi um and he kind of he kind of sent me that beat it's not even like he sent me the beat the beat was on soundcloud i discovered i found it on soundcloud and then i was like yo this is really cool like i really messed with like the um what was it the chords that he was playing you know it was, it was sick so i was like yo i have to like definitely try something on this and then that's that's how like fly with me came about to be fair um definitely my recording process from then to now is very different like i i, I record myself now a lot you know so i um, my consistency of like recording is is very different to how it was when I was like recording like Fly With Me even Five Star to be fair as well. Okay, yeah. So I think that's like around the time I met you, that Five Star period. Um, yeah. and it was Adara dropped, then yeah, the Five time. Star, and then Freaky. And I remember that run. That was like when I feel like you became known as like an artist really to people on a larger scale. Like that's when you started developing a following. So was there anything, that was all, I think, what, 2017? 2017, around 2017. Yeah. Was there anything specific that could have happened like within that period of time that you felt like validated your decision to pursue music more seriously? I think, I think the thing with Swiss was crazy for me personally. Like that was, I was, I was making music. I was making music with like, on the vibes, even even in terms of collaboration, I'm I'm a bit more like, um, I wouldn't say open. I've always been open to collaboration, I guess, but like just more um, accepting of like um different different like wavelengths of of sounds and sonics, like with with like my instruments, like with my with my um with my production. So like, I'm very um selective of my of my features. and um just like my catalog in general, which might be a you know which sometimes might be a negative in the sense of um i would even call it a negative because like it's, it's it's still it's still my creative decision at the end of the day but um it's something i'm kind of working towards so like this year i'm i'm going to i'm i'm aiming to release more like two packs of like artists that i actually currently fuck with you know like people that I actually like currently like um feel like are are like next the next um the next wave um putting myself out there as well even even in terms of um, collaborating with like, like artists that I knew about that we we were friends we were friends but we don't necessarily maybe we're not necessarily in the same space to record but like 
just like sending demos and sending ideas and things like that, you know, um, which is important, which is something that I, I didn't really do as much back back when I started, you know. Um, like that but about in terms of, yeah, you know, but in terms in terms of your question, definitely like I, I feel like I feel like the Swiss the Swiss um Swiss listening to my stuff was really crazy. Um, another 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 crazy one was Lewis Hamilton like bumping like mixing yeah, bro. That was that was wild, but um, I don't know. I've just I've just always felt confident that you know it's, it's it will still reach the the ears it needs to reach. It will still like get. I will still get to the milestones I need to reach. I just need to like just keep keep going and keep keep consistent with it. Really. Yeah, that's great. And it was crazy to see how like those things happen organically. Like it wasn't a new PR push or anything. Like it's just yeah, good to see. I can't even I can't even afford that kind of PR. But I'm just putting on story. You can imagine how much that would bro. If no, Bro. that was Nigerian, we don't collect like sixty k, like hundred k dollars, like pounds. So my saying, Yeah, man. I won't post one Instagram post to That say was, something no. different. <laughs> that's not coming for free for sure. But it was crazy. Bro, It was crazy to see. like yeah, a couple of things here and there. So regardless, like even like recently, um, Afro like even just posting like posting that on the playlist was crazy as well. Um, so it's just like every everything kind of happened. Like this is this is something that um that I feel like the the great thing about like great music, good music is it always like finds its way to like reach where it needs to reach. Regardless, it's just um it's it's very it's just like as artists like actualizing our dreams and actualizing like our like um where we want to go and where we want to be is is just, like is the key thing you know and that I feel like that comes with like um. Putting out not just great music, but also like um just having your own innate like confidence and your own innate like belief, I guess. Definitely, definitely. That's great advice. So you did mention um, collaboration and you you've dropped like a joint project with Tim Larry um, Yeah. and you have frequent collaborators. You have DOZ, Minz, Mojo, just to name a few. So I'd love to hear a bit more about like your personal philosophy on collaboration with artists and then what draws you to those artists specifically? Um, sound, sound is sound at the end of the day. Sound is like the the beginning and end of like my collaborative like um experience. Like if more time and also like recommendation as well. Definitely, I like uh, if 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 someone if someone I truly believe in or if someone I truly like um uh I truly like fuck with you know is. Is telling me that oh yeah this this will sound great even if I may not necessarily see the full picture like I I tend to like um to bank on it you know be like okay cool let's let's see how this works you know um that's just that's just really what it is but majorly for me it's it's just like it's just like if it fits if it's if it doesn't it doesn't like I'm not gonna name any names but I've definitely turned down some collaborations and some people have looked at me like yo you turn on this guy you turn on this like. But it's, it's just because sound wise it doesn't it doesn't fit for me and I don't want to just hop into something just based on oh yes yeah, it's, it's with this person you know everything kind of just like needs to make sense um all in all you know Yeah, yeah that's I respect that's that approach for sure. Because, I mean, collaborations are an easy way to boost your profile. If you exactly do it with certain artists, it, it exposes you to an audience. But then at the same time, if you're putting something that might not be authentic 
to your sound when people now try yeah. to find you like off that collaboration they might be like you know exactly. this? yeah for sure like everything just needs to make sense at the end of the day like um that's that's just what it is like if 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 it sounds if it sounds sick it sounds sick if it doesn't doesn't like you know yeah unless, unless maybe there's a crazy bug attached to it then obviously you can like you can tweak on it a bit <laughs> I mean, yeah, I kind of get paid still. <laughs> you get me, but like, yeah, I feel like friends should be honest with each other. Like, if you if if you're working with someone, you should be honest to be be able. To, I'm I'm very honest. Like, maybe maybe that's why I don't really work with so many people, because <laughs> like I'm just if if I don't like it, I don't like it. If I like it, I like it. That's just what it is. Yeah. So is that what makes it easier to work with like those guys? So like DOZ or Mins, for example. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure, definitely DOZ, DOZ, DOZ. We. We've been working together since when? Since like mix signals. I think just slightly before then, we we were like sending ideas back and forth during that twenty twenty period, um, during like Corona in general. Um, but I feel like most of these collaborations kind of happened like around that era as well, which 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 kind of like let me know that um, it's not just about um your perspective on things. Sometimes things might just click if you just put yourself in certain positions as well, you know? So I feel like just taking that step out of the box is very necessary sometimes, but um, obviously you don't want to like, um, devalue like what, what you have, you know? So you need to also like, it's, it's, it's a very slippery, it's a very like, yes, yeah, it's, it's a slippery slope, I guess, like in terms of what is, what, what makes sense and what doesn't. And it's all perspective at the end of the day, but you know, but yeah, it's, it's it's easy to work with. It's easy to work with DOZ. It's easy to work with Mins. Easy to work with Tim Larry. Like, um, these are guys that take, like, they're very very, um, they're very hands on. Not only are they very hands on, but they also like know exactly how they want to sound. Um, they don't. They're not like. Yeah, they're not. They're not sure on, on how how they want their creative process to like come out or. And, and be in general so it's very okay. key um, even like with people that are very involved basically exactly yeah people that are very involved people that take charge of the vocals people that like you know not just you record something and and you don't like add the extra melody you might need to add or the extra like you know yeah it's, it's, they're not they're, they're not lazy artists basically that's 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 basically what i'm saying okay i get you so you're drawn to people because I was like, that's how you work. Um, yeah, majorly. To be honest, like I could also, I'm, I'm also like, I'm also attracted to like, um, to to music that might not not necessarily make sense. Um, so like maybe like super super heavy bass, maybe super heavy drums, like maybe the artist just like going crazy on auto tune. But as long as like there's like a buzz, as long as like there's a feel, you know, like that's that's just what keeps me going, like really you know so it might not necessarily be the right melody it might not necessarily be the right like the right lyrics or something like it could just be a cadence that just attracts me and it's like yo that that shit slaps and i automatically like wanna um wanna get on it you know yeah yeah so with your personal sound and style how do you how have you developed it over the years um i would say now i definitely dress a bit more like with like loose fits like grungy fits like boots um 
baggy, like baggy, baggy shit. Like <laughs> to be um, fair, I'm in I'm into your sonic style, like your singing style, not your drip. But... Okay, oh, oh yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> but um that that also that also like that also channels into that though as well, you know. Okay, no, no, like, actually let, let's yeah. link them. So how how does your personal style match like and your music style like how do they go hand in hand um i guess like the, the more i've been able to kind of develop like my consistency of like recording and um just um understanding like where i want like like sonic my sonics to go i've kind of like just manifested that and like the way the way i kind of like move in general as well like i'm not I'm, i guess i'm not as as relaxed as i once was um and yeah, so it's just um, I'm I'm more experimental as well. Definitely, like I'm more I'm more open to like taking challenges. Like if you hear my last tape, Rain, it starts off with too far. Too far is like something that no one has probably ever like experienced like sonically, like in in terms of what what I've what I've brought out in the past like couple of years. Um, so it's just like continue with that, like continuing that role and just like release some more as well. You know, I, I feel like I haven't given given the people like a full full-length project which is something i'm currently working on probably like around 16 18 tracks so oh wow yeah definitely so it's just this is trying to like get everything together and um yeah I, I think it will make sense when it makes sense if 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 the listeners have listened to my stuff to understand <laughs> i mean yeah i get it like it just the sound just has to come together in a way that feels right to you for sure Okay, so 2021, you dropped Love and Grief. And that's a really, it's a beautiful project, I think. Um, an emotional project. Yeah, it starts cool. off with one of my favorite songs from you, which is Demon Diamonds. Oh, um, yeah, crazy. bro, I've spun that shit a lot. <laughs> that's crazy. Shout out to KD on production. Um, what, when did you know that you were going to like drop this project? What was your thought process behind it? um 2021 when i released love and grief which is crazy because that sounds like such a long time ago um uh it was basically kind of off the backbone of um the lucky like lucky shootings which i don't want to like go too deep into obviously if you know you know um it's it's it was it was basically like just you know me and my you know me and us guys we, we were around we were around the, at that period we were like we're actively like going out each time, like as as like a normal protest, you know. When you know when you're just going through a normal protest with you guys, you're thinking, yeah, everything's gonna be fine. And then um funny enough, the day, the day that we the day I missed it was a friend's birthday. So I was like, okay, cool, I'm gonna just attend the birthday and just like catch the next one. And that was the day that the whole thing happened. And um I remember like being at my friend's place, um, and everyone was like, Yeah, lock the doors, be secure, everyone should be secure, everyone should. and I was I was we were right in phase one and these this was happening like a couple blocks down and it was I, I was just thinking to myself like wow like we're in a country where like if you're sheltered you're sheltered but almost if you're not almost you're like you're 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 done you know like you don't people some people don't have choices like people that I, people that were actually out there did not have a choice some people were out there like that had shelter had like food that bro if you went to if you if you were around the protest era era like you know like you see how you see how you see how crazy the community actually is because 
like people were actually giving out food people were like there were shelters for homeless people like people were, like people were crying on a daily like you know like they've never experienced something like this where every where food is given so so openly it, it motivated people to even join the protests you know only for that to be completely shut down because the government was just like pussy like to just yeah. like adjust the situation you know to adjust the the simple situation that um it's crazy because now that now with the, the way the, the way everything is right now like you don't even remember what we were fighting for <laughs> you get it was NSARS fair enough but like there's so much problems now that's like there's there's so much and now like that I guess that has obviously invoked more fear in terms of like how protests are like run and it's just it just goes to show that you know like change is needed you know change is needed um but in terms of like love and grief that was that was that era was definitely inspired it definitely inspired the project um I wouldn't say more so Demon Diamonds Demon Diamonds was just inspired by like my normal my normal rhapsodies but um everything else I think I felt like it was it was definitely like um tied in um Sonic Sonic wise um we we finished we recorded that project around um end of end of October to like December then yeah we released it like February when everything was like mixed and shit so Okay, yeah. I mean, that makes so much sense. That was such a heavy period for, for everyone. And I feel like it impacted, you know, all of us young Nigerians differently. And for you to take that energy and put it into music and to put it into great art, you know, that's one of the beautiful things about art. It gives you a space to sort of channel that energy and those feelings. I think one of my favorite songs on that project is Peace of Mind. And um, I, it's because it, it's one of those songs where it's like, the writing to me is a lot deeper than it sounds almost, because that song is really about like how life is kind of short and you're just looking for like a way to get away and just find some peace in the midst of all this like chaos and madness. And I really love that because it was something that I could resonate with at the time. And it still like, you know, resonates. And I wanted to know a bit more about your songwriting process, because I feel like in your songs, there's always like a line or two that really catches my ear. And I'm like, how did you think of that or put those words or phrases together? So like- I, I tell you, it ruined the surprise. <laughs> it, it ruined it, right? <laughs> but um, song, songwriting, I don't know. I, I guess I've, I was drilled with English all my life. <laughs> I've been drilled with English so like get it like being able to like express myself the way I the way I want and like sing the way I sing the way I want and like do do what I want to do has like has really like helped me in a sense of um helped me in a sense of like I can just I feel more free I don't I don't feel like I need to write a test to pass English like I've passed English you get like yeah like yeah like if i don't i feel like i don't need to um i don't need to like um do what maybe like my teachers maybe predicted for like most of us um you know like i, re I really did not like school like i felt like in, in school i was like really really bullied like a lot by my teachers in general um you know Obviously, most most people face peer pressure, you know, unless maybe you're like really book smart and like you know exactly what you want to do. Like at the end of the day, but growing up how I grew up, um, was very crazy. Like I was, it, I was very erratic in general. So like it was hard for me to focus. So um, like 
I guess what really stuck with me were like words and um just general things in general, like just words and and phrases, all these things. I just kind of like implement them in my music. Yeah, that's that's what it feels like. All right. So it's funny that you say you were drilled with English because you're the only Nigerian artist and possibly artist I've ever heard use cavalcade in a song before. Cavalcade. Oh. <laughs> I'm not my niggas is a I was like, yo, like no, no, it's it's crazy because that's so that's such a that's so funny because that was the only word that was missing in in um bad for me that doz added a word on that eventually was like you know what yeah you added a word so i'm just gonna put you a songwriter so he's actually on credits as a songwriter just so doz put that yeah i was like i'm also over there like and then he was like then then he i, I hummed something that sounded like calvacade and he was like i thought you said calvacade i was like what the fuck is calvacade <laughs> and he was he was like wow and it, it was like whoa it fits so well and I was like, okay cool which 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 is kind of like my process in general like I make I make I mainly make melodies like I it's not even me like normally most of the time I, I I make melodies um and put words over the melodies like I'm I mainly like trust my initial my initial melody so like um it's it, it will take a while for me to like say okay cool this melody doesn't work let me try something else so let me write something else but if 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 i'm if i'm getting a beat or if i'm getting something that like that i resonate with straight away i just tend to like lay out a whole ass like melodic like freestyle which kind of helps my with, with my songwriting as well because like the more i do it the more like i'm able to like have words already like kind of like processed up you know yeah yeah. So, like that process of melodic freestyles, has it just gotten easier with time? Definitely, definitely, because you get more confident as like you, as you, as you consistently doing it. So like, I can I can have like three flows for a song, and that could be the three, that could be the verse, that could be the chorus, that could be you know, I could pick one or two out of it. Like, I just I just tend to believe that yeah, I have like I have my shit in order. You know, I have my I have my shit for um sorted like in terms of. My sound so i just i just trust the process i mean the process seems to be working so far so yeah definitely um what is your also you like your approach to dropping music because you've consistently you haven't dropped an album yet but you've consistently dropped singles i feel like every few months that might not be accurate but it feels like if we go back and actually look Seems like every few months you've dropped at least a single or an EP. 2022 was definitely my most silent year, which was very, very like it, it was it was a it was a it was a weird period, but it was a necessary period because like if I didn't go through that, like I wouldn't be as like um I guess fearless almost like as 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 I feel right now, like since I've dropped Rain. Um and just like consistently, I just want consistently like just keep releasing music this year. Um in terms of how I drop it, it changes just even just based on the fact that I dropped two two songs last year. Like I dropped Blaze, um, Blaze on the Reckless, and I dropped Fever with Mojo and Psycho um under Joya. So 
within that time as well, like album was getting done. Album basically was quote unquote finished, but like now I'm even adding more songs on it. Um, some of the songs that most of the songs I recorded last year are gonna go on um my reckless tape. So I'm trying to drop two projects this year. That's that's what I aim for. Um, but in terms of the procedure, I would say things things are definitely gonna change this year anyway, in general, just because um I guess with more knowledge and just more like um understanding of certain things. But I don't I, I try not to overthink too much on um on the material I make on if I want to drop or not. Um but yeah, last year was last year was definitely a tricky year. Last year was was me kind of like listening to a lot of like um outside noise that I didn't necessarily need to have, which kind of like in 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 process kind of slowed me down a bit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So so me dropping rain at, at the end of last year was definitely a statement for me in general because um even though I dropped two songs last year, I still dropped rain basically last year and it's been a month and it's like it's already on like 150k plays. Um you know no no, no weird stuff. No, it's, it's this. This is actually genuine people like coming to me, telling me the project's hard. You know, like, and I and I've, I've missed that feeling. I haven't had that feeling in a while. So it's just like motivated me to just want to consistently just drop more and just put more out there. I love that. I love that. And with rain, especially, it feels like you were trying to explore new sounds, like sure. too far, for example but also develop your own kind of, I don't even know how to describe it because it's not necessarily Afro beats and stuff, but on a song like Home, for example, you know, yeah. where it feels like you really honing in on a particular sound that you've created for yourself. Sure. Um, how, how was that coming together um, in, the, in the process of like production and what, what were you trying to display on this project? Um, rain, rain is by far my best project so far. Um, probably some of the best songs that I've ever recorded on there. Uh, based on the the feels of it, based on the synergy. Um, I'm I'm really glad that people took rain the way they did because me and Cube actually worked on a separate tape, separate project, which was my album, which is my album, but like we're, we're adding more tracks on now. It's just, it's just, there's a bit more work to be done in terms of the album process, but um, we recorded the album and we're kind of like, we're kind of in a, in a block, in a, in a creative block, um, you know, based on releases and schedules and this person saying this and that person offering this and just, there was just, there was just a lot of like hectic in-betweens and, um, you know, I was able to like kind of convince Cube. I was, I was telling him that, you know what, like let's just take a break from this and work on something completely different. Where um Cubics didn't have um production, production credits on on my album. So like I was just like, you know what, let's 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 channel in because you're you're a crazy producer. So let's like actually channel in and make something crazy. Um the first song that we made was Chargy. That um it was Lolu sent us, Lolu sent us a demo, and then Cubics developed that demo. And um, yeah, that was the first song that was made on it. And it didn't feel like that was for the album, even though it was, we were kind of creating songs for the album. So we were like, you know what, let's just take a break from this and actually just delve deeper into the feels of, um, of where we want to go like sonically. So um, yeah, we did that. And I, I feel like Cubics did really sick on like the transitions, the mix and the mastering was crazy. Um, every, every, I, I feel like everything just sounded cohesive. 
and um, the message was just like kind of displayed well with with with, with everything from from the from the um, rain from the rain sounds to the to the ambiance to the um, to the features everything was just kind of like very cohesive and for Cube to produce something as 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 crazy as too far was also like was also one of the reasons why I had to get it on the on the on the on the tape because it was just kind of like a different blend for all of us in general. And plus, I, I I needed people to like listen to um to tune into what's going on with like vintage as well. Vintage is one of my like I, I really I really mess with vintage sound. I played vintage for a lot of people, vintage paradise for a couple of people, and I feel like only a select few get it. And um I guess if you don't get it, you don't get it, and if you do, you do. Which which is kind of like how I felt like my sound has been. For a while, so I'm just kind of like trying to connect with people that um, I can sonically just like merge with people that um, that take a risk, you know, with 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 sounds in general that then just like step stay in the box, you know. So too far was sick, but um, vintage vintage definitely added its own source and eight, eighty six soul as well. Another incredible artist, her adding her own sound as well was crazy. So yeah, I'm just I'm just it was just it was a statement for me, man. I was just trying to like for me to just understand that I'm not just in a box I'm not just gonna like conform to one one thing I can do I can do multiple things like um yeah that's that's basically it you know really and truly but the process the process of creating rain was it was incredible and I enjoyed I enjoyed every bit of it it, it comes across in the fact that you enjoyed the expression and I think yeah you were just creating at a really high level um cubics killed it I think there's just, yeah, like you said, there's a really good synergy to all those tracks. Uh, who mixed and mastered? Because engineering is also... Cubics, Cubics, Cubics did that. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, so it was it was, it was was incredible. Like, um, from Too Far, Seven Days, Stamina, um, Chargy, to like the last one, Buss It as well. So everything was just kind of like, it, it was cohesively like important. Everything was like, it made sense. You know, Seven no, Seven. No, no, that's amazing. What was your favorite song off there, or what is your favorite song off there? Um, it changes all the time. Like, I feel like Seven Days is like a stagnant one. Like Seven Days, I did not. I guess with the reference of like Craig David and everything and 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 sh and, and that, but like I didn't expect Seven Days to be received the way it was. Um, so I really fuck with Seven Days. Home is all. Home is one of my one of my best ones on there as well. Um, shout yeah, out no, Home is amazing. And yeah, that's what killed. Yeah, shout out. So uh, let's go kill the chorus. Um, men's 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 came through that it was and I created that with Dozy, um, uh, overnight, and that was that was that was a mad process. Um, and then obviously we got men's on it a bit later. We sent it to men's, and men's just like killed killed his part. Um, but yeah, I felt I felt like everything was just like crazy. It was. It was. Bust it as oh. well. Bust it is one of my personal favorites. With Murder Sam, Murder Sam's verse was crazy. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, your rap shit. Yeah, trust me, exactly. So I just I felt like I made I made music that I really really enjoyed on on Rain. So it was it was important for sure. So I in your music, I think a recurring theme definitely has been loss and like grief. How has the process of creating music like helped you cope with certain like tough situations that you've been through in your life? Um, I guess 
as as time goes on, you get to connect with other people that are kind of like on the same on the same wavelength. Sometimes you connect with people that aren't on the same wavelength, and it makes you just like understand that okay, cool, you're you're actually a different person. You know, you you have different experiences. Like, you know, as humans, we're like complex people, man. Like, you know, like people deal with things very differently. Like, it's same way Playboy Carter said, "Ever since my brother died, I've been thinking about homicide." Like that that resonates. <laughs> like, you know, like it's crazy because like so it just it just depends on on what it is you know like it depends on the like it's, it depends on a lot man I, I to answer your question um it helps me a lot you know with, with, with each with each song I make not necessarily with each song I make but with each release um with each snippet even it's just like giving people a much more open world to like you as an artist you know which is why I'm excited for my album as well because like I feel like um, it's one of one like no one has kind of experienced anything like it and if you know you know no you know so I feel I feel like um, you know greatness understands greatness at the end of the day like you can't really you can't really cap on it so that's just that's just what it is like I'm as as long as I'm like alive and breathing I'm just gonna keep creating and just like keep progressing knowing that um, I'm gonna get to where I need to get to you know yeah definitely. So yeah, let's talk about your album a bit. Um, you said what, sixteen to eighteen tracks? Yeah, it's going to be around sixteen to eighteen for sure. Uh, what else can you share with us? Like, how is where, what stage are you at right now? Um, I've, I'm still on that break phase. I haven't, I haven't, I've been creating. Obviously, I've been, I've been creating. I have, I have new ideas and new, new things I want to, I want to evolve with with the album currently. Uh, I feel like there's two main phases, and I'm trying to kind of trying to turn it into like three so i'm trying to give people um the the rap side of of what i do um included with like features as well um melodic side of it and also like just like kind of punk rage type type feel as well you know okay yeah giving people like the the full experience the full fashion experience really that's just that's that's what i want to do with this album i just give give everything i can knowing that you know yeah this is this is a this is a great this is a great synergy because I, I haven't I haven't since I since I've since I've been around I haven't released an album which has been kind of a blessing as well because I've um I've been enjoying what I'm what what, what I do you know but I feel like this Definitely. is this is kind of like um this is like kind of like the season for me to like display like what I need to display you know I I haven't I haven't gotten to I've never I've never felt more um more ready than i have than i than i do now um just in terms of where i need to go and where what i need to do with like with, with um with my sound in general you know um it's always been releasing singles maybe releasing like a tape here and there um so yeah i felt i felt like even before rain i already I already kind of knew what need, needed to be done but it's just taking a break um from the album to to work on more more songs on it was kind of needed. So rain coming in between was important as well. So everything else, I'm even I'm, I'm not even trying to release any four track four track EPs anymore. Five track, I'm done with that phase. It's more if it's not so seven 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 is like where it's where it's at right now with with rain. Rain, I released seven tracks. It's not going to be any less from releasing the tape. Like the reckless tape is probably going to be another fifteen tracks as well. So 
Um, there's okay. Be, there's a bunch of songs coming out this year for sure. So what's the Reckless tape about? Reckless tape is is is, is with like my collective Reckless. So um, there's a few producers, a few producers, um, couple artists. That, to be honest, it's, it's one of those things that when it comes out, it's, it comes out and it's just, it's going to be incredible. Um, we've been working, we've been working for a while anyway. So it's just it's just I guess just to release um, a collective track. It's it's not it's not going to be as as um, as sweet as as my album. It's more it's, it's going to be definitely a bit more of a, on the grungy side of it, more on the experimental side. Just kind of like displaying like different producers because we have we have Lulu on there. Lulu's Lulu's an, an incredible producer, but Lulu loves, loves to experiment on like certain Sonics. Facts. Shout out to Lulu. Yeah, yeah, loves to experiment on certain, certain Sonics. And there's a crazy song on there that I recorded quite a while ago. Um, I don't want to give dates here until until everything's released and I can start giving dates on when when songs are recorded. But like there's a there's a special song on there with Mojo and Anon. That that needs to be released, like based on like the the feel of it. That's like five minutes long, you know. There's probably going to be a few interludes on there, so it's just it's going to be a creative like a creative hub space, um, with this like important important songs, man. That's just what it is. It's just it's just putting 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 bangers together, man. That's 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 what it that's what it's about, you know, building a community. It sounds like you're you're more focused than ever right now. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Man. Definitely, like more, more, more so because I've been independent for a while. So it's like, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna be independent for for longer, you know, I have to like there's certain decisions I have to take as as an independent artist, as an entrepreneur, as like as as a as a boss as well, you know, really and truly because I I actually manage a lot of things myself, in as much as other people are around me. Like there's there's a lot yeah. of weight, there's a lot of weight on my shoulders, definitely. For sure. I mean, what advice would you give to other maybe starting out like independent artists? Um just be creative. Um if everyone's telling you you shouldn't do it, maybe you should listen. If 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 you're not actually like you might not be good. It's like take 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 that into account as well. Because you don't want to be that guy that's like doing too much, but like you're not even doing enough. You know, I mean, but, it's valid. It's actually yeah, valid. Like, but you know, but in terms of the people around you, the people around you are supporting you. People around you are ginger. People around you are telling you, "Do this, man." And like, you feel like, you know, you feel maybe a, a, a slight depression, maybe not to do it. You know, um, I feel like you should do it just because the people around you believe in you, and um, even if the people around you don't necessarily believe in you, but like you have, you know, within yourself that you're you're up to par. And you, you know you can you know you can succeed you know you can like um you can black out the noise you need to be able to black out the noise if you can't black out the noise then it's it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a crazy journey for you um but like yeah it's just to black out the noise don't listen to like older people really and truly like you know whoever you think is a gatekeeper is probably a gatekeeper like if 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 if, if they're smiling too much in your face and not listening listening to what you're doing or listen to what you're saying it's best to just find someone else and so big big facts keep chasing, keep chasing the same loophole yeah a lot of people like gas you up as well to try and like i don't know maybe it's access or something i don't know maybe maybe just people just want to be friendly but it's not by force it's okay to to be a dick you know it's okay to like take control of like what you want to do it's okay to like 
it's okay to like seclude yourself and um and and have like your own personal belief like it's okay to be crazy basically you know like at the end of the day we're all like actually like learning figuring things out even like rick rubin the og of all ogs cannot even play an instrument he was literally saying that he has no knowledge of any type of software development but he's the best a r in the game like you know this is the fucking white guy that's like that everyone looks up to you know like you you know like as africans as well we have a niche as well like that that we're tapping into you know we're, we're currently becoming ARs. i don't have a problem with ARs because ARs are important you know people say oh ARs, you know this this and that no ARs are important because you have white ARs who actively do things but i guess it's because like nigerians and our mentality like sometimes we just like maybe it's not nigerians it's like african i don't know maybe Niger- i'll speak for nigeria shall. but we have this mentality that maybe like certain people shouldn't be shouldn't um be in rooms but it's necessary you know like and in this we're in an industry um politics is more is more damaging than the industry so you know it's it's, it's we're we're like we're actually playing the best game right now as artists like as opposed to everyone else who's in the country like suffering and not even seeing like 30k minimum wage like you, you no it's artists, true there's different there's different avenues and different different aspects that that we can like evolve and and blossom in so i feel like this is this is kind of finding your pocket i guess you know yeah so if you're an artist listening you know take all of that into account but um definitely learn to block out the noise because there's so much noise especially once things start to pop for you a little bit bro there's so much noise and you're gonna need to be able to um discern the real from the fake the bullshit from the from the truth and that type of thing because yeah people are going to smile on your face and tell you all sorts but you have yeah. to learn that if the actions aren't matching up quick there's no point just cut just cut and like and like talk and like talk to people talk to the people around you be be vocal with the people around you um try not to talk too much to other people i swear like just based on like information is important but like um you, you don't you want to you want to you want to give away to the people who who you feel like are are supportive you don't want to like you know like you don't want to you don't want to drain your energy don't try not to drain your energy basically you know it's just it's just about draining this these are notes for myself as well that i take into account like just not draining my energy like there's times when i would explain a plan to someone and no one would understand and i'll come back and think oh shit that wasn't a great plan but it was a great plan i just needed to believe in it or like maybe talk to the right people about it. like the people with the people i know would listen as opposed to the people that have quote-unquote experience that is not even necessarily experiencing this the synergy or like the sound you're trying to make you know so every everyone everyone's different you know like that's that's just what it is be be, be stubborn with your craft basically that's definitely be stubborn with your craft i, I agree 100 percent because if you don't advocate for yourself, who will? For sure. Don't take bullshit. Collect that money. Facts. <laughs> Back. <laughs> this is what it is. I'm dealing with some shit right now. That if I didn't, if I didn't have a fucking lawyer right now, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even like think about it because I'm always trying to think forward. But sometimes you need to remember that now. Nah, you know, you you did certain things. You did. You did this, you did that. You need to collect your point. <laughs> you know that that's oh, true, of- man. It's true because 
Bro, people will run off with your bag if you don't Trust say me. shit. Trust me, like, no one, the, people don't care. That's just the reality. Like, everyone's dealing with their own shit. It's true. It's true. It's a grimy game, but I'm trying to make the best of it. So it's still early in the year, but can you give us an idea of what we can start expecting some of this music to drop? This month. I have something yellow this month, like two tracks. This month, or I, I, I don't want I don't, let me know, let me know, asked it. But definitely my next drop um, is looking like with, uh, is looking to be with yellow, Y-E-L-L-Y-W, Y-E-L-L-W, so that the O is out. But um, yeah, an incredible artist that um, my friend recently connected me with. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just like working with people that are around, people that, um, you know, people I can pull up on and just like record. You know, I'm, I'm kind of like tired of recording myself. I have, I have quite a few things I'm dropping individually by myself and things that I'm dropping with the people around me, but I'm just trying to like step out the box and collaborate a bit more as well. No, I love that. Looking forward to hearing this new music. You say yellow? Yeah, yellow. Yellow, yeah. I mean, it's cool that you're also just working with newer artists and trying to put people on as well and expose their sound because there's so many talented artists out there. It's crazy. And I think having that type of approach to collaboration just makes it better for the ecosystem in general. Definitely, definitely. All right, so this month, so if you're listening, we're this should drop this month as well probably like at the end of this month so the music might be out already but um go stream rain is out go stream uh just go through this man's discography he has hits for days back to the beginning yo if you were there for a daryl you already know if you're there for five star you already know so more hits can come in trust me no we trust you bro we trust you and you know looking forward to it for sure Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, it was great to have you as a guest. Um, definitely looking forward to the music. And yeah, can't wait, can't wait to hear what's coming. Yes, sir. We got an album coming. We got a tape coming, the Reckless Tape. Yep. We got the, the unnamed album for now. Yeah. And great. yeah, y'all just stay tuned. It's going to be a lot. He's about to feed the streets. A lot of fashion yeah. tracks coming this year. Sure, exactly. 2023, crazy year, trust me. No, we, we trust you, bro. We stay in tune. We stay in tune. So thank you for coming on Bridging the Gap, man. Till next time. Thank you, my dad.